Hey guys, welcome to Just Be. I'm Britt. I'm Dia. And this is episode six, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so as you guys may already know, we rebranded and we are now Just Be. We kind of changed it up because I guess the theme of our podcast is different from what it was when we first started. So, and Dia came up with the name, by the way. She's the genius behind Just Be. So, y'all can oh. thank her for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, y'all can thank her for that. And I'm really excited about this. I feel like it's a new era, and it's really just us. I didn't really intend to say that, <laughs> but it really is just us. So, I'm really excited. Yeah. I am, too. You know, honestly, when I was coming up with names, I was, like, really terrified because I was like, what if my name is a whack? And then I was, like, I was listening to the B album, and ironically enough, I was listening to um, Fly to My Room, and I was like, hmm, (laughs) what if we just call it Just B? And then I was like, okay, I'll throw it in there, but we might not, you know, even though it was my favorite, I was like, we might Mm -hmm. not choose it, so. But then we ended up choosing it. Well, okay, whenever we get the poll to see what everyone chose. Yeah, and it went to a tie, but I think what would have made it even funnier is if they chose something different. But we just went with just be anyway. right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, it was so hard coming up with names. Like for me, cause I was like, dang, I don't want to say something and it sounds stupid. <laughs> but you end up coming sending me the names. I was like, oh, these five, these five, we got to <laughs> use one of these. And we were already like again, we were already saying if it don't matter what anybody chose, we were still gonna pick just be. So I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad that one won. So that way we wouldn't be going against the people. So yeah. yeah. I'm glad we picked it. And it's I feel like it's it's us in the title. Like it includes stuff that we like, yeah. which is BTS. And again, it's just us. So I'm yeah. glad we have that as a name. So Same. if anybody was wondering why we decided to rebrand, that's really why. Um and yeah, and that's really what we've been up to, talking about the rebrand, um, kind of just going with the flow of things, I feel like, because there's not much going on. At least for me, that's what I feel like. What about you? It's the same for me. Um, I've been spending the last few weeks getting ready for school, which starts the week after next, which I'm not excited about. Um uh I've been resting I've been sleeping a lot because I have nothing to do so it's like (laughs) (laughs) you know and that's pretty much it I think I'm excited for when school starts because I finally be busy but it's like Mm -hmm. I know I'm gonna regret it after like two weeks so yeah (laughs) I'm like getting my hopes up (laughs) yeah again same for me I haven't really been doing too much I've been trying to take out days for like self-care kind of just be with myself and do stuff that I enjoy because I feel like I don't I won't say I don't get to do it often but I feel like I'm always doing something like I'm always on the go so I never really get to just be like okay I'm taking this time for myself and I'm about to just do nothing because most time if I'm just, if I'm just doing nothing it's not because I'm like oh yeah I'm taking this time for myself it's me just doing it if that makes sense I don't know if it does. Yeah. But it does. Yeah, that's usually what it is. So yeah, I'm really just going with the flow of things. Not much has really been happening. Um 
at least I can say I haven't really been depressed. I feel like I'm between okay and like happy. I don't know, like I'm in in that middle area. Like I'm not sad about anything, but I'm not like overjoyed because again, we can't really do much of anything. So I think it's the same for me because I know like depression was kicking my ass last year, especially like Mm -hmm. in the fall months. But now it's like I'm just here. I'm not like mad. I'm not sad, but I'm not like you know, ooh yay, you know. I'm not as happy as I would be if we would have been able to see BTS, you know. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Because, again, if we were able to do stuff, I feel like it would be much different. Like, we would definitely be over the moon like crazy. I don't know. And speaking of BTS, we recorded episode five. I mean, episode, this is episode six, right? Mm -hmm. We recorded episode six like some weeks ago. But I forgot to edit it, so I'm gonna inc- <laughs> so I'm gonna include the part with us talking about B right after this. So on to our last and best segment, B, which just dropped at 12 a.m. today. We saved this for last because we knew we wouldn't talk about anything else if we didn't. <laughs> but <laughs> we've been waiting on B for some weeks now. And seeing BTS so proud of this album is so nice to witness because they've been so happy about it. And the way they officially started the comeback was so smart to me, like with the concept photos. I just mm-hmm. love that so much because it's so, it's so them. Like I know they said that, but it's like there's no really no other way to describe it except it being them. Yeah. So what did what did you think about it? Well, I think. This was pretty obvious, but I cried. <laughs> like I, <laughs> like there were times where I cried leading up to it, and then I cried when the album dropped. But right, it is them, and you know, all their albums are them. But like this, this is mostly crafted by you guys, so you can feel the emotions, you know, and you can right. tell just how much this lockdown has affected them, just like it's affected us. So it's like people that feel the same way as you. It's really nice, especially when it's you know, people you adore. And it's like knowing that they love you just as much as you love them, that's, you know, really heartwarming. Exactly. Yeah, it was definitely a lot. I was so nervous before it dropped. Like my stomach was hurting and everything. I just, I don't know what it was because I was just so freaking nervous. <laughs> and it was definitely worth the wait. I feel like it was definitely them like they express themselves so well and I haven't read the lyrics yet so I know I'm definitely going to be a wreck when I read the lyrics but like you said you can really feel it even if you aren't reading the translations you can feel it in their voices and how they compose the music and everything and I think this comeback was definitely I don't know. It's definitely their most personal, and I feel like that's what made it so great. Because they're already relatable, but like this definitely did it. I don't know if I'm really processing processing it much, because it's like, I still can't believe we got new music last night. I still can't believe it, and it's, it's like it goes by so fast. Like, the album is over before you know it. So yeah. I was like, hold on, I missed I miss that. 
let me go back to that. And then you listen to it, and then you get distracted again, and then it's already over. So it's like, wow. <laughs> you know, for me, so, last night I was thinking that because I was like, we got music from them, what? Let me see. Okay, because we got Man of the Soul 7 in February, which it feels like 2019, but it was actually this year, which is very weird to me. And then we got D2. I think that was because when Man of the Soul 7 came out, I wasn't that nervous. I was excited. And then I was mm-hmm. mad because, remember, Apple Music wouldn't, you know, put it up and everybody on Spotify had it. So I was just in there like, really? <laughs> that day was so crazy. <laughs> I just had to avoid the group chat. That was crazy. Yeah. It was like, you know, okay, fine, whatever. And then D2, that that was the album. Thank you, Yungi, for that. Because it was right. on Apple Music right away. Um, exactly. I think I had butterflies that night because we didn't know what was going to happen. We were just guessing, you know? Right. Because the picture changed and we were like, oh, shoot, something is about to happen. Yeah, so we were like, okay, let's see what it is. And then um, we got Dynamite, we got Savage Love, you know, and it's like, and then we have this, so it's like, we've been able to hear different sides of them, like, all year, and I was thinking to myself last night, I was like, I've really gotten to hear them, you know, quite a few times out of the year, Whereas if we were in the middle of a pandemic, we know we would be busy with like the touring and maybe Festa or something. Mm-hmm. And they are probably having their finale for their tour right now. And so it's like, we probably wouldn't have this. So it was like, one thing I can say good that came out of this pandemic was more music and the uh, online concerts. But like, other than that, you know, you could still tell like we all miss each other. Right. Especially since they haven't been able to even do concerts in South Korea because they plan to do some and then the pandemic rules, they couldn't do it anymore. Which is why I'm really nervous about the end of the year family concert because I really hope they're able to do that. Because to constantly plan for a concert and not be able to do it is kind of like I can only imagine how they feel. Especially with them not being able to to perform all year in front of army because even at the beginning of the year when it was light they still weren't able to do much of anything so it's like i really hope they're able to do that like it's just not fair because it's like you have to suffer because of what other people are doing it's like why why does that have to be what it is i hope these end of the year shows i hope they enjoy themselves because you know like, this is the first time in a long time you're, like, out there performing, you know? Mm. So I hope they enjoy it to the best of their abilities, and I hope nobody ruins it before then, like... Because I feel like even with the online concerts, like, they were fun, but it's just not the same. And I get that. Like, it's cool. It's cool they had armies on the screen, but it's simply not the same as actually in performing in front of an audience like in front of people so I definitely hope they're able to do that yeah I was just gonna say fly to my room my favorite song right now I love that song so much like oh yes yep yep hmm. yep I hope this is so good um when we can do you know live touring and stuff again they do mm-hmm. it and they have the choir in the back because that really sounded beautiful. I was like, that would be so nice. Ooh, that would be so good. I fly to my room, telepathy, and 
disease are my favorite. This E has crack in it. Like I cannot <laughs> stop playing it. Like I said I wasn't gonna loop it last night and I was lying because I have been all day. Like I cannot stop listening to it. It's so freaking good. And then the fact that Hussup was the one who did it, like he was in his bag for this whole album. And it's like wow, like I don't have any words for it because it's simply amazing to me. And they all were just so good. So I guess that really covers our <laughs> our song of the week. So we don't have to do song of the week because we just named our yeah. song. <laughs> we just named our songs. Light of my room, telepathy and disease. Those are our songs of the week, y'all. So we don't even have to cover that segment. Those that's it. <laughs> I, I don't guess. like because I still love that song. Yeah. When when it <laughs> played on the album, I was like, I can't even skip it. I can't even skip right, it. Like it's so it's good. Like, yeah. It's like I like I can't get tired of dynamite. Like I just it doesn't get old. It's like it's definitely what was love's sister. Yeah. Like it just never gets old. Like I can listen to it a thousand times, even when they have the YouTube commercials for the Samsung. I was like, yeah. I can't skip it. I cannot skip this. (laughs) It's so good. So in our next segment, we'll be talking about Malcolm and Marie. And we ended up, I ended up watching it first. And then me and Dee ended up watching it together, like, right after. So what were your thoughts on the movie? Woo! First of all, (laughs) I feel like that friend, you know, when you're third wheeling your friends, but your friends are like, they have problems. So when you're in the car. You're in the back seat and they're arguing, and you know they're like, "I'm about to crash this car with all of us inside." I felt like that, <laughs> like, yeah. and I didn't realize it was like one night of just mess. I thought they were going through different nights, so I was like, "We can't have a day of peace." Then I was like, "Wait a minute, this is the same night. Like y'all are going through all this in the same night." I right. tell you, I mean, it. I mean, from certain standpoints, of course, it's true because that does happen a lot. Like I told you last night, like no matter what the relationship is, it could be family, it could be friends, it could be romantic, mm-hmm. it could be anything. And you have relationships like that. But I also think Malcolm, he talked about a lot of stuff that was correct. I didn't like the way he came at Marie. He was exactly. just like really mean. But I also think that's an aspect of people who, I also agree with Marie and I understand her because, you know, people who go through anything traumatic whether it's an addiction or anything like that you're weighed down by guilt and it's not Mm -hmm. always easy to handle but I also feel like people like Malcolm if you forgive them and you know you say things are cool why would you always throw it back in their face you know right but I mean he's lucky it was a movie I was (laughs) 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 yeah yeah I feel the same way I feel like I didn't well, I'll say this. I didn't expect the movie to be what it was. I didn't expect it to be about just one night of them arguing for an hour and 45 minutes. Like, I thought it would be, like you said, different days. And it wasn't anything extraordinary, but I think it was a good film. And I was, again, I was stuck between both of them because I understood both points of view. So I couldn't really just side with one person. Like when I was telling you, um, 
when he was saying when she asked him who the movie who the character was based on and he really couldn't answer like I feel like he was saying that to protect her in a way to keep from saying all the stuff that he said when she was in the bathtub but again he didn't even have to go that far but at the Mm -hmm. same time I get why he felt like that because it's like she wasn't making it easy and she wasn't accepting the answer he gave her but again he didn't have to go that far so I, I just don't I don't know I don't know and why I wanted to ask this too why did why do you think he didn't cast her in the movie or fight for her to be Imani in the movie. Mm, I don't know. I always, I didn't even really think about it actually. Maybe he thought it would be too traumatic for her. I mean, you know, you have to relive your life. You right. Know? And she did mention that some of the scenes were exactly what happened to her. So I was like, I mean, if you have to relive that, you kind of don't want to go back down that road. And he did say she was harboring guilt for the life she did live. So it's like, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel that way too, but at the same time, when she was talking about how she couldn't tell her story, I was like, mm. so it was like, again, I was stuck between the two because I can see not wanting her to do it because you wouldn't want her to relive that, and she probably still really isn't over it, but at the same time, it is her story, and I feel like she should have been able to tell it. So I don't know. I, just, I also I think Malcolm's just a narcissist, so he, right. you know. Absolutely. He just does things, you know, for himself. Like he, and he doesn't think about Marie until, you know, she right. brings it up to him. Exactly. And part of me feels like he didn't cast her because, again, like she mentioned, at that point, people would question whether she was talented or if it was him that was talented. And again, like she said, she would have done a good job because, again, it's her story. She knows it best. She would have been able to do it much better than Taylor. So, that's another reason why I feel like he didn't cast her. But it was just a lot of gray areas. I feel like they, they weren't really, again, because the relationship is toxic. Clearly, they weren't really saying everything. They were just being mean to each other. Yeah. I want to know what the writer of the movie has beef with Barry Jenkins for. Like, why do you <laughs> He got mentioned, like, 30 times. <laughs> I know Barry Jenkins was, like, really rent-free? Like, right. Yeah, he definitely got mentioned a lot. <laughs> but I don't know. Overall, I think if I had to rate the movie, like, out of five stars, I would give it a four and a half because I did think it was a good movie. Was it pretty drawn out because it was a whole hour and 45 minutes of them talking? Yes, but I did find it interesting because, like, the part, the night scene with her acting, I was like, oh, that's fire. Mm-hmm. Like, that was good. So... Stuff like that. I think the acting alone is what did it for me. Not really like the plot point. Yeah. Ooh, when she clocked him in the room, I was like, I know that's right. Exactly. She definitely should have left him, I feel like. Because mm-hmm. the fact that he tried to throw uh, all that stuff back in her face, despite the fact that he stayed with her, like, you can't, you can't do that. You decided to stay. She didn't beg, well, we don't know what happened, but I'll say she didn't beg you to stay. Like, you definitely could have left. You already said that you don't need her. So, why were you still there? Like, were you just there so you could throw stuff back in her face to make her feel guilty and do stuff for you? Like, what was it? Honestly, I think I've learned with people, it's like, 
if you know you can't look past something somebody did, I'd rather I leave or you leave me than have to keep, we have to keep going through it, you know? Right. Because there's like a time says you know it's to hurt you, so you know why even stick around? Cause I'm about to dip. Like I had to learn. I was like, bye. I said bye to friendships and all that. Like you know, something you've done like really bothers me. Even after all this time, it's like instead of throwing it back in your face, I figure we just shouldn't be friends anymore. Right. Because at that point, you holding a grudge against them and not right. saying anything, and it's just gonna build up. And once you blow up, they they're gonna be confused because it's like, what? You still thinking about that? Like, why didn't you say anything? And at that point, it's a whole situation when you really could have been avoided. Right. And to think Malcolm and Marie's argument could have been avoided with the thank you. Exactly. It could have been avoided with that and the fact that he could have just not said anything. When she said, let's not talk about it right now, let's talk about it tomorrow, he should have just left it alone if he just genuinely forgot. Because at that point, you are already hyper because you think you just delivered this amazing film so you already not even thinking straight you already talking about this being the biggest night of your life why would you why would you even want to get into that right. it's like you're just looking for trouble right. and then he got mad when she started arguing like you asked exactly she told you that to wait to talk about it tomorrow but you decided not to like that's that's on you i tell you what malcolm was a character for sure yeah. But again, the acting was really great because I feel like I feel like I was watching somebody that I knew, like watching them from right. like a couch or something. So again, the acting was really good. And like we were talking about last night, he sounds just like his daddy. Like <laughs> he sounds just like him. And then that little part you were saying where he sounded like Chadwick, I was like, dang. <laughs> he really does sound like him. Yeah. So how many stars would you give? Out of five, how many stars would you give the movie? Four and a half like you. Because I liked it. I think Zendaya and John were holding the movie together. The writer, eh. Right. Yeah, I agree. I think they have a good dynamic. Yeah, I'm excited to see what Zendaya does. Because she is absolutely amazing. And I'm excited to see the other films she decides to do. Because... She's grown a lot since Disney. Disney definitely, they keep the lid over people, especially actresses. Like, you force them into these corny roles. Like, they shouldn't have to do this. Give them something they can, you know, exactly. work with. I guess this would go into our next segment, which is what we would like to see in 2021. Um, I would like to see BTS. That's what I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see uh, uh, all the places that have been closed, and I would like to see that. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, I just want everything to get better. Like, I feel like it's been so much and so little at the same time. So little in the way, like, with how we've been feeling, like we have like nothing much has been going on, but a lot in the sense of all the stuff that has been happening, like people getting sicker, and some places overcoming the pandemic and being able to do stuff while we still. Yeah. Exactly. Like I just don't get it. And the fact that it could have been handled right, like it could have been nipped in the bud as soon as it started, but it wasn't. It's just not fun. And the fact that people aren't taking it seriously anymore. Like I miss when people were scared to die. Like when <laughs> when the pandemic first started, 
nobody was going out. People barely went to the grocery store. It was like yeah. an apocalypse or something. Like nobody was out. But now that people see that they could kind of skate by without really getting sick, it's like they're just doing whatever. I think for me, I'm the same. I just really want things to get better. I miss walking on the beach. I miss all that, you know. I want to be excited, you know, and go to the Rose Bowl and be like, oh, yeah, I'm about to see BTS. I want to be able to visit my family members more frequently. Uh, I think that's not, well, it is kind of personal. I want to see Chadwick win his Oscars, which Mm -hmm. I think he deserves, even though I kind of be mad that it's, you know, after he's gone. Exactly. At the same time, he really deserves it regardless. So I will be happy exactly. if he won it. Now, if he doesn't right. win it, I simply have to, you know, harass the committee. But um, <laughs> um I'm kind of, eh, I'm not really excited. But I know Black Panther 2 photos are going to show up because they're yeah. going to start recording in July. So, I mean, I'm excited to see who's going to be there. Oh, Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like, like, that's what we deserve after this traumatic year. Like, exactly. After we've been begging for almost five years for for a second right. movie. <laughs> and we've been saying we want Eric's redemption arc. So it's like, if we get yes. it, then I'll be like, mm, okay, maybe 2020 is worth it after all. So, right. you know. And I feel that's... like, oh, sorry, okay. my bad. Go ahead. <laughs> I would just say, I feel like the second movie would be like the best time for it to be like a redemption movie. Not just about him, but I feel like that would be the perfect time to do it. Yeah. I feel like 2021, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like I would get a lot done, like, personally. Like, career-wise, I feel like I'll be fine. But it's going to be so mid because we won't be able to do anything unless a miracle happens and people start staying inside and wearing masks and everybody just it just starts getting better, but I don't see that happening anytime soon because everybody here is stupid. Joe Biden needs to just force us on lockdown and pay us. Like, hello. (laughs) Everybody still made out that $2,000. Right. Like, pay me $2,000 every two weeks. I'll stay (laughs) home. Yeah, I feel like if people are getting money to stay home, then they'll stay home then. But... I just feel like is people dying not enough for you to <laughs> to just stay inside. Like I don't get it. I don't get people sometimes. Right. But you know, people are selfish, so it's like you know. Yeah. Like when all those parties parties were happening last year, I was just like, how can you be comfortable doing that with all these people dying? Like that's my thing. So many people have died. How can you feel comfortable doing it? Right. Like, and then some of these people have kids. Like, are you not concerned about them? I get wanting to be out. Everybody wants to do stuff. But some stuff you have to sacrifice in order for things to get better. And that's the thing. People don't want to sacrifice anything. People are just selfish. Yep. So I guess that moves us into our next segment, which is (laughs) Army Twitter, which I don't think will get better in 2021. I do not Honestly, see Army Twitter getting better in 2021 at all. I just accepted the fact that Army Twitter was at its best when we were baby armies, and I, I mean, there's nothing we can really do now. It's like, yeah. But you know, I think this happens with a lot of celebrities, really. 
because even after Michael Jackson died, because before he died, MJ Twitter wasn't, you know, the way mm-hmm. it was. And then after he passed, you know, he gained a bunch of new fans and everybody got wind of all the records he broke. And, you know, mm-hmm. it just, they become annoying, you know, like right. those certain groups of people. And I feel like BTS getting their three number ones and accomplishing all they did in 2020, that brought in the new army suggests, I don't know, they just don't know how to act. You know, and but yeah. that happens when anybody makes it big and you know they do what they got to do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just did the same thing with Army Twitter that I did with MJ Twitter. Back to I just said, all right, yeah. y'all, do y'all. I'll, you know, stand from over here and be happy. Yeah, I feel like when we were baby armies, it was so much better. Like, we had so much fun in 2019. We had persona and then we had all the appearances then them being on tour and it's like once I think once 2020 started that was when everything went downhill because at that point in February we had to deal with the iTunes number one war and then we had to deal with the rumors and it was just like it was so much and at that point everything went downhill because it was Mm -hmm. antis solos and then the new armies and it's just been too much. And then baby armies, they don't know how to just sit back and enjoy stuff. They get on arm, they jump right into army Twitter and they think they can just say whatever when that's just not the case. Like you don't even you don't even know you don't even know their old albums. You haven't watched a single run episode, but you running your mouth about a YouTube YouTube views and stuff that's not even important. Like have you streamed have you streamed some music today? Have you watched the mm. new run episode? Have you watched old content yet? Like, what are you doing outside of starting fan wars because you don't know anything? Stuff we done already talked about months ago, two years ago. Like, what? I don't it's get one it. thing having to explain things to them, you know, when they genuinely ask. But when they right. talk and talk and talk and it causes a bunch of mess on the timeline, it's like, really? Like, yeah. this could have been a way had you just asked. Right. And that's what I don't get. Like, I forgot what it was, but it was something we talked about forever ago. And it's like, you weren't even here. Like, <laughs> you weren't. You don't even go here. Like, you don't know what we've already talked about. So at this point, you just starting stuff for no reason, because you didn't bother asking somebody or just not speaking at all, which could have avoided all of that. And then just be the stupidest stuff, like. That's why I'm kind of happy I've kind of detached from Twitter after being attached to it for so long. Because it's just been so much. Like, I mean, Twitter is so unbearable now. Like, it's not even enjoyable. That's why I'm happy we've been having those um, web BTS moment. Uh, Like, those little tweets. Like, I feel like that and the BTS in high school uh, tweets, I feel like those were, like, the best moments we've had in a long time and mm-hmm. people are already starting to ruin it so it's just mm-hmm. like twitter just is not enjoyable period unless it's related to bts and that's not even including army twitter because it's just been so much my garage i don't know if you hear <laughs> it but it's so loud so i'm gonna wait for this to uh finish and then i'll keep talking I don't even know what I just was saying. 
But know, Twitter period is just really uh, <laughs> Twitter period is really not that enjoyable anymore. Yeah. And I'll be happy when I kind of get away from it completely outside of when it's something BTS related. Because again, I can't depend on other apps to fill me in. Like yeah. Twitter is my news. <laughs> That's my newspaper. <laughs> so yeah. I know I won't get away from it completely. But when I'm able to go about my day without being on Twitter, yeah, I'll be good then. Because it's just so... And then with everybody being inside the house, like they don't have anything else to do but be in other people's business, start drama, be absolutely annoying. So it's like, can we just have one day? <laughs> one day where we just don't talk about anything stupid with no fan wars, no none of that. Honestly, I think Twitter for me, I think I'm at my best when I'm on my other account. Like if I'm mm-hmm. just tweeting to y'all, because yeah. y'all are like the only people that follow me besides some other close friends and it's like if I just tweet to y'all then I'm fine because I could tweet my whole life on there and you know mm-hmm. I won't feel like judge like people are watching me you know like try to hold something against me or something like that mm-hmm. because like you said we are inside we have nothing to do and people on there are just in people's business where it's like dog what do y'all want and honestly I cannot be on my main for like a week and I will not care is, and if I do mm-hmm. on there, I'm going to talk about my face and log off. It's like I'm going back to my other one because right. there's really nothing there. So, yeah, that's the same for me. Like, that's why I'm happy I created that uh, private account because that's where I am most times when I'm not on my main. Because on main, that's where I mainly talk about BTS or I interact with my mutuals. On my private, I'm just saying whatever. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> doing my own thing. Like, I don't have to worry about watching what I well I am gonna watch what I say regardless because I'm not gonna be talking crazy but like I can just say what I want I don't have to worry about people trying to oh you shouldn't say that well we're getting you out of here like (laughs) I don't have to worry about that I'm like I'm not saying anything problematic anyway but you know how armies are now like you could say the most harmless thing and they're like oh let's turn you into the police let's get you out of here like put all the handcuffs like they ready to get you out and they be the most pointless stuff like when that um when that person made that um tweet about jk's hair and it was the video of selena gomez with those uh clip-ins or those highlights and they were just going in and it was like what like that's so harmless like how could you find a problem in it and that's what i don't get like they find a problem in any little thing like they are so nitpicky and even with the boys, like, we like we were on episodes. How do you find a problem with that? How do you see BTS laughing and being giggly? And your first thought is, how can I find a problem with this? Like, do you not hear how you sound like you sound like an anti? Like, if you don't, if you don't want to see BTS happy, then you just need to say that. Because that's exactly <laughs> what it's. That's exactly what it sounds like. Like, huh? I understand being on alert for certain things. Like, you know, when people are genuinely being xenophobic and stuff. And sometimes, right. yeah, like, they just pick people to be nasty to, and I don't get it. And I just be like, see, this is why I'm glad I don't interact with all of y'all like that. Like, mm-mm. Right. And then Maybe. people are getting exposed, like, every other week on there. It's like, dog, y'all right. are down bad. Damn, terrible. Like, <laughs> it is be the most, again, it needs to be the most pointless stuff. Like, again, like you said, I get if they're being xenophobic or if they're saying something completely reckless and problematic but a lot of the stuff that they 
are nitpicky about it's little harmless stuff that they think you think bts about to be looking at tweets from international armies like oh my gosh oh my gosh i'm about to, I'm about to change my hair because they posted a video of selena gomez with highlights like what like <laughs> they are not paying attention to what we joking about over here like it is not that serious I promise you they are not about to see that tweet with that Selena Gomez video. And that's the thing. They think BTS, they they think they see every little thing that we talk about when that is not the case. True enough, they do see some stuff, but it's mostly on the K-Army side, not what we talking about. So you worrying about them seeing a video of Selena Gomez, what's wrong with you? Like, that's what I just don't get. Like, what is wrong with these people? What is wrong with them? Like, <laughs> like I just don't get it. Because, again, it's, just the, it's the most pointless stuff, the most harmless stuff. And it's so stupid. And it's the fact that I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, and it's the fact that they mostly be on Weverse anyway. It's like, bro, they don't right. even come out here like that. When they do come out here, it's a selfie or a birthday exactly. post. And then they leave. Exactly. Cause they on Weverse acting like it's their only fans or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> like they are not worried about what we talking about over here. I promise you. I hope they don't bring that mess to Weavers because they already got armies on there that are wild and I was like, no. Exactly. Man, Twitter and armies the, go to Weavers. Exactly. And the fact that they bringing a bunch of fandoms to Weavers because a bunch of different artists are gonna be on there. I can already tell something is gonna happen. I hope something doesn't happen. But knowing how bored people are and knowing they have absolutely nothing to do, something is going to happen. Something is bound to happen. And I just hope that I am not on, I hope I'm not active on social media the day it happens. Because I just don't want to see it. Because I really Uh hate when stupid stuff happens and then they end up seeing it. Because there are, again, there are cases where they do see some stuff and it's like, oh my gosh, like, (sighs) Like, it's, it's just so tiring. Honestly, I hope it gets to the point for me where I don't find out stuff happened till like, the third year anniversary of the mess. And I'm like, when did this happen? They were, oh, you was announced <laughs> when it happened. Like, ah, oh, yes, the best time. Right. Is this just too much and just really draining? And if you let, if you let it, it can get bad, which is why I'm happy I don't, like, I don't argue on Twitter. I stopped doing that three years ago. I don't right. do that. It, it's take too much of my energy, and I refuse to give people my energy on that app. Like, like that uh, Twitter, uh, like that tweet said, y'all are just a bunch of pixels. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. about to let cookie buns on Twitter get me riled up. Like, <laughs> I'm not about to do that at all. I'm just not. I think now I'm getting into the. Well, I mean, I didn't argue as frequently, like, last year. I think it's because it was like, ugh, you know, there's, you know, we're too old to be, you know, arguing, especially over celebrities, you know? Right. But now it's like, I really don't argue because I don't care about y'all. Like, when I log off, I do not know y'all. And y'all don't exactly. know which one can to paint anyway. So it's like, when I log out, I don't remember you. Hope you don't remember me when you log out. Call it a day. Especially if we're arguing over celebrities or something like, dog. These celebrities don't know us, and we don't know each other. Let's go. Exactly. And again, I get if it's somebody saying something extremely problematic, but giving it all of your energy, like, I just cannot do that. I used to do it. It was draining. 
I don't want to do that again. And it's like people get so consumed with it where it's just like they are so unbearable to talk to or they are their tweets are so unbearable to look at. And I just cannot, I can't get down with that. Like I cannot let myself get so consumed with hateful stuff that other people say because I just can't help not talk like I just can't help responding to every little thing and that's kind of the same thing that I was saying to like sweetie stands sweetie follows a lot of her fans on twitter and a lot of them are always putting negativity on her timeline and I'm just like you do not have to respond to every hateful thing imagine how she will feel seeing hate on her timeline all the time nobody wants to see that especially if it's about themselves so you need to really think about the stuff that you respond to because a lot of times you just bringing more attention to it and then the more people are going to talk about it and at that point it's a whole nother situation and I feel like part of the reason why everybody's acting so crazy is because BTS hasn't been as active either like they'll post every now and then but it's not continuous kind of like how it was last year like early last year so I guess that's part of the reason why too but I don't know BTS if you listen to this please come save us Please say if I'm on Twitter, please, because it's chaos every day, every single day. <laughs> well, all right, guys, that's all for episode six. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know if you have any topic suggestions or any comments or feedback, and we'll definitely get back to you or talk about it. So we hope Bye. you guys enjoyed that. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that was so corny.